Every single day, reality calls, and the Biden administration just hangs up. You know, the C in RNC doesn't stand for committee, it stands for cult. It's not the Republican National Committee, it's the Republican National Cult. This is a story of a country that got through this pandemic by being united, and a few people shouting and waving swastikas does not define who Canadians are. Freedom is back in style. Welcome to the revolution. Yeah, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. Sean Hannity. The new Sean Hannity Show. More behind-the-scenes information on breaking news. And more bold, inspired solutions for America. This is a special edition of the Sean Hannity Show. America trapped behind enemy lines. Day number 181. On the subject of American citizens, I have to draw your attention to that Army report, an investigative report that's come out about the lead up to the withdrawal from Afghanistan. It, it interviewed many military officials and officers who said the administration ignored the handwriting on the wall. Uh, another described trying to get folks in the embassy ready to evacuate, encountering uh, you know people who are in, essentially in denial of, of this situation. Does any of that ring true to you? No, no. That's not what I was told. That you were told that the U.S. administration officials were prepared, they knew it was time to get out? No, what I was told, no one told me that, look, there was no good time to get out. But if we had not gotten out, they acknowledged that we would have had to put a hell of a lot more troops back in. It wasn't just 2,000, 4,000. We would have to significantly increase the number of troops, and we were back in this, this war of attrition. And it, and there was no way we were ever going to unite Ukraine. I mean, excuse me, Iraq, Afghanistan. No way that was going to happen. And so this is a much wiser thing to do. I just want to clarify, are you rejecting the conclusions or the, the accounts that are in this Army report? Yes, I am. They're not, so, not true. So let me explain I'm what this is here. Them. By the way, glad you're with us. 800-941-SEAN, our number, if you want to be a part of the program. Day 194, when Joe promised he'd never abandon Americans. Now they're straight up telling us they won't, will not rescue Americans in Ukraine. I'm going to, I'm going to play a large portion of this Lester Holt interview later in the program. I mean, it, we're, we're getting close to the time that we've got to understand this man is not cognitively strong enough to be president. It is just a fact. He's disintegrating before our eyes. It is a degenerative condition. Two frontal lobe surgeries, etc. I mean, it's like, I'm so tired, Lester. Why are you making me do these questions? Then, he got, then he's messing up one country after another. We'll get to that later. But what that was about is in this interview is Biden saying he now rejects these new accounts that have now surfaced from military leaders that claim 
the White House acted too slowly in their evacuation. By the way, no kidding. I kept asking, why didn't they do it in March or April or May or June, July, when they could have done it? And why didn't they push back the Taliban? The Taliban was on the march. Remember the, the map I kept showing on TV? This is the date. This is where the Taliban has taken over this province, this province, this province, this province, province, this province. And he didn't lift a finger. We could have gotten out every single American, every single green card holder that's eligible to live here, vetted in the United States. We could have gotten out every one of our Afghan allies as we had promised them. And the billions of dollars in sophisticated military equipment that now the terrorists supporting Taliban in the Islamic Emirates of Afghanistan have. No, no, that's not what I was told. Washington Post even cited an uh, Army investigation report released via Freedom of Information Act claiming the top State Department White House officials did not have a grasp on the Taliban's steady advances across Afghanistan last summer. It is the biggest screw-up of all time. You know, Biden is now warning Americans in Ukraine to leave, saying sending troops to evacuate would be world war. What? Oh, you're that afraid of Vladimir. I am telling you the biggest un, the biggest story that the mob and the media will never touch. The Biden family syndicate is bought and paid for by China, Russia, Kazakhstan, Ukraine, and God only knows what other countries. You know, God knows what dossiers they have on the Bidens. They've got them. By the, well, I won't use the term, but you know what. Uh, anyway, glad you're with us. Happy Friday. Good mood for a Friday. Super Bowl weekend ahead. We have Herschel Walker is going to check in with us later in the program. He's been on fire lately. Um, I don't know if many of you know this. Not only did he have a great football career, not only was he a Heisman Trophy winner, um, not only did he step into the octagon, he actually he, he was a mixed martial artist when he was 50. I mean, nobody can do uh, do that at 50. Now, I train in it every day, but I wouldn't get in the ring with him. I tra- One day, we did push-ups together. I think I impressed him, because, but I don't do 1,500 of them a day like he does and like 3,000 sit-ups a day. That's what he does. I mean, he does a lot of core work and strong and, and built. and I mean, amazing. He was also a former Olympian, former bod- bobsledder, sprinter, mixed martial artist, um, he's very unhappy at Nancy Pelosi, you know, warning that athletes risk incurring the anger of the Chinese government in in China. You know, you're telling Americans to shut their mouths because they should be afraid of what China's going to do at the Olympics. No, that's not the land of the free and the home of the brave that, that I know. That's not even close to the land of the free or the home of the brave. Um. I start today with some chilling news, and I am very, very, very concerned about what might unfold with this freedom convoy in Canada now spreading worldwide. You know, I find it interesting that Joe Biden is lecturing the prime minister of Canada, the the cowardly, gutless, spineless Justin Trudeau, and telling Trudeau what to do to use federal powers to end the bridge blockade. Now, there's the bridge that connects with Detroit. Listen, listen, it's a it, it's an important piece of commerce for both countries. There's no denying that. 
But he's now urging Trudeau to use federal powers to end the blockade. What does that mean? Are you talking about sending troops in? This is the same guy that not only wouldn't secure our borders to the south, but was aiding and abetting and offering preferential treatment to illegal immigrants since he's been president. Preferential treatment, no COVID test. After all, they're not going to be here very long. Well, here is being defined where they are because they get free flights to the city of their choice without any COVID testing, without vaccine mandates. They get preferential treatment dumped in cities and states all over the country. And I love what states like Pennsylvania and Florida are doing. They're saying, you know what? We're going to send them to Joe's house in Delaware. We're going to drop them off in Delaware. You let Delaware take care of it. Let Washington, D.C. take care of them. And what's scary is, is now in Ontario, they declared a state of emergency and the Freedom Convoy drivers can now be fined. Get this, $100,000, put in jail for a year, seize their trucks, revoke their licenses for, for standing up and peacefully protesting. Um, for example, Democrats, they, they, they said the riots in 2020, they were all peaceful. There was hardly any criticism. There was nothing but the, the mantra, defund, dismantle, uh, no bail laws, etc. We know what Kamala Harris did and said at the time. When the LAPD cut their budget, she praised them. When she tweeted out support for the bail fund in Minneapolis after they burned down a police precinct, you got to be kidding me. Anytime Donald Trump would move or offer any city, state help, assistance with the National Guard to stop the violence, we, we know how to disperse crowds use tear gas and other non-lethal means to stop crowds from gathering illegally. You know, we have dozens of dead people in the summer of 2020. We have thousands of injured cops and billions in property damage, arson and looting. And and Biden won't protect our own border, but now he's telling Trudeau to use federal powers to crack down, <laughs> to end the truck blockade. You know, now now more more truckers are joining as a result of all of this. The federal public safety minister in Canada and the Royal Canadian Mounted Police reinforcements have now been sent to Ottawa. What what are you going to do? You're going to beat up the truckers. You're going to start a fight with the truckers that have been peaceful because you don't like what their position is. Biden is sending 500 security agents to stop the convoy from invading Los Angeles in the lead up, I guess, to the uh, to the Super Bowl this weekend. A Canadian mayor has vowed to use force if necessary to end the Freedom Trucker Bridge blockade. Uh, you, you've got to be kidding me. Reuters reporting a Canadian mayor saying that they were prepared to physically remove all of the protesters who have blocked the vital U.S.-Canada trade route and forced automakers in both countries to reduce operations. Well, that means they're being effective. You know, why are you demonizing that? Why won't anyone go sit and talk to them before you send in the troops, before you use your federal powers? Now, I, I, right now, this is now a clear and present danger. Because I don't think these truckers, if, if they start going in there and they start arresting truckers and take, trying to take their rigs, this is not going to end well. Is that what they want? These were the people that were the heroes of the pandemic a little over a year ago. 
Because if the farmers didn't farm, the packers didn't pack, the truckers didn't truck during the early days of the pandemic and all through the pandemic, you wouldn't have anything in any shop or any store that you go you went to. We'd all starve to death. They were the heroes, just like the vaccine mandates. By the way, most places have now pulled back when they realized that nurses and hospital workers and some doctors said, screw you, uh, I dove on COVID grenades every day. I worked in a COVID Petri dish every day. I got COVID already. I'm not taking your vaccine because I think natural immunity is what me and my doctor believe is is best for me. And and they they were beginning to fire them until they realized, oh, we really need these people. So that's how we say thank you to the heroes of the pandemic. We fire healthcare workers, we fire nurses, and now we're gonna what? We're gonna use federal we're gonna use the military to remove these truckers? That's what we're gonna do? Wow. Sort of like in New York. New York was ground zero because obviously you got a very small, you got a high density of people in a, in, a, in a small area of land, a total Adam Schiff show. I mean, at the height of this, when it first hit hard in March of 2020, you had nurses and other hospital workers from all over the country descend on New York, dive on COVID grenades every day, and after things calmed down, a little bit, and they got a hold of it, and then it got caught up. Then these professionals went away, went home, and the thanks they get is a tax bill from the state of New York. Thank you for helping us when we needed you most. Unbelievable. So, you know, the same Joe Biden that won't enforce the laws of the land, aids and abets law-breaking in this country as it relates to borders, is now dictating to Canada what they need to do. No, Joe, that's not how it works. Why don't you do the same thing at your border? Oh, we can't do that. Ontario court is freezing the donations to the Freedom Convoy. Now people are just walking the donations in. They're walking the fuel in. Cops don't want any part of this either. Neither do the military. They don't want to go after truckers. Who wants to go after truckers? You know, you didn't sign up to be a cop to get in the middle. They're being peaceful. If they weren't being peaceful... You'd have a very strong case to make, but they're being peaceful. 800-941-SHAWN is our number. Look, inflation, where do you hear the numbers I got for you today? It's It'll scare the crap out of you. It really will. And they are scary numbers. All right, so there is a, a readout that has just come out in a call between apparently earlier today um, and this is getting interesting between Trudeau and Joe Biden. Uh, and it says today, Joe Biden spoke with Prime Minister Justin Trudeau of Canada to discuss the ongoing blockade of key bridges and crossings between the U.S. and Canada, including Detroit, Windsor, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The two leaders agreed that the actions of the individuals who are obstructing travel and commerce between our two countries are having a significant direct impact on the citizens lives and livelihoods. The president expressed his concern that U.S. companies and workers are experiencing serious effects, including slowdowns in production, shortened work hours, plan closures. The prime minister promised quick action in enforcing the law, and the president thanked him for the steps he and other Canadian authorities are taking to restore the open passage of bridges to the U.S. 
In turn, the prime minister thanked the president and his administration, the governor, governor of Michigan and U.S. officials for all the assistance the U.S. is providing uh, to resolve this disruption. The two leaders agreed to stay close in touch the days ahead to ensure the free flow of traffic is restored. Now, you got two options basically on the table. Option one is to lift the mandate on truckers. That would be the peaceful option. I mean, considering what Joe allows illegal immigrants at our border, there's no there's no COVID testing. There's no COVID vaccine mandate to illegal immigrants. You would think that they would look at option A, get let give the truckers what they want. They don't want to take the shot. OK, that's their choice, because people that are fully vaccinated with boosters, people with natural immunity, they can also transmit the virus. Or let's send in troops, and what are you going to do? Arrest them, take their rigs, take their licenses? I go with option A. Touch with the Hannity faithful. Join the message board at Hannity.com. I see him breaking 911. <clears throat> Apparently, Biden is deploying an additional 3,000 soldiers to Poland. So, Joe Biden, the way he has aided and abetted the law breaking in this country at our southern border, uh, how he's offered preferential treatment to people that do not respect our laws, our borders, our sovereignty, that he has not insisted on COVID testing. He puts the people that come from other countries not tested in crowded, over, overcrowded cages that he built. Uh, Joe Biden then aids and abets the law-breaking further. He brought back not process and release, basically process and release into the country, but then he offers free transportation to the state of your choice. If, we, if, I, did the, the, if I did any of the above, or any of you did any of the above, you could be arrested for human trafficking. But Joe Biden picks and chooses what laws he chooses to obey and, and enforce and, and not enforce. And he's aiding and abetting. So he won't secure our border. So we have two choices now that seem to be emerging with this convoy. Choice number one, because they're, they're, they're now they're, they're indicating that they're willing to take and they're saying it. I just I mentioned it to you just moments ago. They're they're now threatening these convoy drivers. Ontario is declaring that they will fine them a hundred grand. They'll put them in jail for a year. They will seize their rigs, revoke their licenses. And Biden is urging Trudeau to use his federal powers to crack down on the Freedom Convoy. So rather than do what Joe has done at our southern border, which is offer preferential treatment and and he's not forcing illegal immigrants at our southern border to, to get a, a vaccine and then he's shipping them all over the country. But now we're going to send the military in. We're going to send the cops in. All Justin Trudeau needs to do is say, I don't agree with your decision, but we got to get the country's economy up and running. And this is your choice. You're taking your risk. Now you'd say, well, he's risk they're risking other people as well. So is everybody else. If they all got the shot and they all got the shot twice and they all get the shot twice in the booster, guess what? There's still there's still 
a high likelihood they can get COVID, which means they can transmit COVID. So there's no difference in the science. If they have natural immunity already, they can get it again. So there's nothing that they're mandating here that is putting any other Canadian at any other risk than what every other person has. Fully vaccinated, boosted people. If If every trucker got it, they could still get COVID and transmit it. So the question is, why would you just not say, you know what? I disagree, but do what you want. I believe in freedom. Get back to work. You win. Oh, God forbid the people ever win. We can't have that. What does this mean, use federal powers? I'll tell you right now. If I was a police officer and I was ordered to go in and start arresting these truckers, I don't think I could do it. I don't think my conscience would allow me to do it. And good conscience, I could not do that. If they're going to send the military, what is the military going to do? And how do you think these truckers are going to react when they start trying to arrest one of their fellow truckers? What do you think is going to happen next? Then they're, they're going to turn it into a violent situation. Right now, there's been no violence at all. It's a peaceful, genuinely peaceful protest. Now they're going to turn it into what? So different from the summer of 2020, where it wasn't peaceful. Bricks, rocks, bottles, Molotov cocktails. I haven't seen any of that. These phony false charges of racism by Trudeau. These phony false charges of, of you know, every all the same usual rhetoric we get from democratic socialists in this country. There's no evidence of any of this. There's a simple choice here. If we're following science, here's the science. Fully vaccinated people, fully vaccinated people with boosters, fully vaccinated people with boosters and natural immunity can all get COVID. In the case of natural immunity people, COVID for a second time. That means if they can get it, they can transmit it. Now, the truckers are saying they don't want the mandate so they can stay too can get it now if they all if they went in there and tied them all down and may force them to get get their shots they still can transmit the virus so where's the science behind it the only risk they're taking is to them and their own own families but by the way so is everyone else the same risk that's where everything has changed That's why I keep talking about therapeutics and monoclonal antibodies that they've run out of. That's why I keep talking. How did we run out of tests? I saw a line in New York yesterday. I was shocked. Like a mile long. People in the freezing cold waiting to get a COVID test. It's unbelievable. It's such a spectacular fail. No one else in the media is covering it. Ran out of therapeutics. So hard to get monoclonal antibodies. I'm finding them somehow, some way. I can still find them for people when they ask for my help. You know, I, I'm, I'm frankly, Linda, true, true, truth or, or, or true or false. I'm like tired. This is like another full time job. Yeah, it really this is. This is what I do. I, it's I'm, really I'm, sad. I'm on the phone multiple times a day talking to people. And and I don't blame people for not knowing this. This is you're not going to immerse yourself in this this pandemic. Everyone's had it. 
nobody wants to even talk about it anymore. I don't want to talk about it anymore. The only reason I do is I love it, all of you in this audience, and I want you to have a plan. I want you to be smart. I want you to be educated. I don't believe that the reactive medicine has worked out very well for many people. The reactive medicine is go home. If your temperature goes up, take your temperature, take two extra strength Tylenol, bring the temperature down. Get yourself an oxygen meter at your local Rite Aid, CVS, Walgreens, whatever it happens to be. And if your oxygen dips below 90, 90 or below, then you probably need to go to the hospital. Problem is that's day seven when that usually happens. And then it starts dipping much quicker. That means it's in your lungs. That means the you have a high likelihood of some level of COVID pneumonia, COVID lung. And that means you're in deep atom shift at that point. And you don't know who it's going to happen to. Older people, people with pre-existing conditions, comorbidities, compromised immune systems are the most vulnerable. But if, you, if you're more proactive, what the monoclonal antibodies do is it immediately gives you antibodies because your body can't produce them fast enough. And it, get, it supercharges the process so that you're fighting COVID immediately as soon as you, you, you get them if you talk to your doctor and you have a plan. Now the problem is they're not producing them, which is it's, it, it, it warrants in itself an investigation. Anyway, um, I'm not feeling good with this, this trucker convoy. I'm not feeling good about how this is going to end. I mean, could you imagine? Well, you're going to go to war against the heroes of the pandemic. You're gonna you're gonna start arresting them. You're gonna put them in jail. What'd you say in my ear, Linda? There's actually an update. So mm-hmm. they're saying the truckers are now saying that they will open a lane of traffic so that cars can go back and forth between the United States and Canada. So they're not going to move, but they're going to play nice in the sandbox because they have the more sense than their leaders. I'm telling you right now, I could see these two idiots do this. I could see it. That's how stupid they are. They're even being gracious. Okay, it's a problem. We don't want people not to have the parts they need, the supplies they need. Fine, we're going to open up one lane. Okay, now they can stay there. You're still going to send in the military to arrest them? What do you think the truckers are going to do? You think these truckers are just going to lie down and take that? You start a fight with them, you're going to get a fight. That's what Joe seems to be telling them. The opposite of what he does on his own southern border. I, I I can't believe it. I really can't. This is how we treat our heroes. Unreal. By the way, Biden White House is insisting still the economy's humming uh, like a top. Yeah, Steve Moore noticed the inflation has turned worker wage gains into a pay cut for most Americans. Mm-hmm. The inflation is nearly twice as much as worker gains uh, in an article that he had in the New York Post. Median household spending is about 64 grand a year, according to the U.S. Census Bureau. So that means Biden inflation is stealing an extra 3,520 out of a typical family paycheck, anywhere between 3,500 and 5,000, according to Penn Wharton. So that's consistent with with their study. Groceries up at least 10 percent or more. Energy costs you know, we're almost paying double now what we used to pay. That means everything we buy, every store we go to, every time we fill up, heating, cooling your home, 
One leading economist is, now this is interesting to me, now is saying that inflation is now over 10%. If you use the calculation methods that were used by our very own Labor Department in 1990, it's over 15% if you use the government's methodology from 1980. They don't bother to mention that when they report the inflation numbers, the Bureau of Labor Statistics has changed the way they calculate the consumer price index over the years. Anyway, Dartmouth-trained economist, guy's name is John Williams, notes the major changes in CPI, that is consumer price index, the biggest indicator of inflation, uh, took place in 1980 and then again in 1990. Why is this important? Well, the scariest inflation numbers that most of us have ever lived through uh, took place in the 1980s. They keep comparing it to that. Williams has recalculated the Biden inflation numbers using the same methodology that was used in the last great in- inflation wave 40 years ago. And what he discovered is, wow, his inflation numbers are far worse than what's being reported. You know, in other words, John Williams' shadow government statistics measure inflation it would have, as it would have been calculated before 1980 and before 1990, and according to his numbers, inflation would be currently be over 15% using the pre-change in 1980 metrics and over 10% using the pre-1990 metrics. Whoopsie-daisy, we're being lied to. By the way, Manchin mocked and literally laughed at the idea that government can fix the economy with more spending. That means it's far worse than what they said. I will play it later. Biden actually called Lester Holt a wise guy. I played it last night on TV for probing his claim that inflation was transitory. The harder you work, the less you're taking home. I saw this on Kudlow. Inflation is so much stronger than what they're telling us. They're lying to us because they keep changing the calculations. Just like, for example... When we finally got a real CBO score that took away all the accounting gimmicks for build back will be broke. Biden's, you know, signature economic plan. When you took out the accounting gimmicks and, you know, all the other tricks that they were they were putting in place, uh, like, for example, sunset provisions. When you took all that out, it was five point one trillion, not one point seven five. They were lying to you again. It just they would just keep lying to you. Why anybody has faith in government anymore? I don't know. I have no faith on COVID. You have faith in Fauci, the NIH, the CDC, Walensky, Biden, Kamala Harris, Jen Psaki, because I have no faith in them. Look at what they bankrupted Social Security and, and Medicare, raided the lockbox. They squandered, you know, our kids future. They're now headed towards insolvency. They can't they can't educate our kids in school unless you care about what what their sexual preferences are. And and by making a pizza and the toppings you choose or don't choose can't make this Adam Schiff up. They can't uh, keep law and order and safety and security in every city and town. They're not even close. Defund, dismantle, no bail. Look at the price of energy because of these idiotic energy policies. Look at what they've done at the border. 
these stupid moves that, that you know, oh, we're going to we're going to put our military on a heightened state of preparedness and send 3000 more troops to NATO. Are you going to Joe already said we're not going to he's not going to lift a finger to rescue a single American if Putin invades Ukraine. Just like he abandoned them in Afghanistan. We have the Iranians on the brink of getting a nuke. And Joe Biden wants to give them concessions. We got China about to take over Taiwan, threatening the U.S. to stay out of it. And Joe just capitulates. You know, I'll tell you the real reason is the Biden family sending. They are bought and paid for. They are compromised and corrupt. China, Russia, Ukraine, Kazakhstan. By the way, I want them to sue me. I can't wait for discovery. I say Biden is compromised. And that they've got a dossier on him, his dopey son, and the entire family. He can't be tough with them. But the media, of course, hid that story. Big tech hid that story. Hunter's laptop. 